to the Batmobile. Let's go. Come on, Bob, for old times, huh? Harley Quinn, nice to meet ya. <laughs> Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Comics in Motion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Comics in Motion TV and movie reviews for shows that are based on comic books. Myself, I'll be reviewing from the perspective of a long-time comic book reader. <laughs> and I'll be reviewing from the TV and movie perspective, apparently. <laughs> got to put my teeth back in. <laughs> what we also like to do is we also like to spoil the hell out of everything we review. And so if you haven't watched our choice of the week, then we'd advise you to proceed with caution. And remember, with an average podcast comes no responsibility now chris i've been looking forward to this one for a while what are we going to review this week well dave we're going back to the year i was born 1978 and this is a marvel property and it's another of those late 70s movies like the hulk spider-man and this one is about mr stephen strange dave and it's doctor strange so Obviously, we didn't see it when it first came out because you would have been about 15 and I was obviously zero. So uh, have you seen this before? <laughs> so I knew of this. I've known about this one for a few years, but I've never actually sat down to watch it. And it is up there. It's on Daily Motion. So, and, and I think there's different little YouTube clips people have put together, like the, you know, the 70s and 80s Avengers, and they've taken footage from Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Spider-Man, and just glued it all together. Captain America, you've got Thor in there as well. And uh, obviously, Doctor Stephen Strange. Now, I have seen the trailer a few times. Looks fairly horrendous, and uh, yeah, didn't really fare much better to be honest. But you know, Doctor Strange, he's not been a massive uh character for me. I, I do gravitate more towards the Marvel stuff, but I'm not really into all the kind of sorcery and magic and all that. I, I like more street level characters and and the X Men and things like that, but um. I'm glad we chose it, glad we watched it. I don't know if I'll be in a massive rush to watch it again, though. You know, just letting you see my cards a little bit. So, I mean, Chris, did you even know this was a thing? Not at all, Dave. No, I, obviously, I'd seen the late 70s Spider-Man, the Hulk, you know, I was petrified of, but I knew these Hulk movies and the TV series, obviously. Captain America Wonder Woman was a favourite of mine as a kid because it was always oh, on yeah. repeats, you know, Linda Carter for obvious reasons. But it was, it was, it was on like, sort of repeats in the daytime. If he was off school wagging it, it'd be stuff like Knott's Landing, The Rockford Files and Wonder Woman usually, Dave, or The Six Million Dollar Man. So even though these were like late 80s, early 90s and they were probably 20 years old by then, 18, 20 years old, some of these uh, series and movies or whatever, 10, 12 years old, I was aware of them and they were definitely on syndication in the UK, but I did not have a clue there was a movie on Doctor Strange. And a bit like the Shazam one, you know, we did the Shazam movie, didn't we? Mm. The 70s one. This is from the same format, you know, Stan Lee and that, the, the, treading the water, not knowing what was going to come, you know, later on in years to come. But yeah, I didn't have a clue. When you said it, I was fucking dreading it. And you played me the trailer and I was like, oh my <laughs> God. So I didn't know what to expect. And knowing 
you know, and what's quite apt as well, Dave, as we record this, we've just got the Spider-Man, um, what is it, the new Spider-Man trailer. So it's literally come out, hasn't it? And that's a strange. Something from home, isn't it? It's far, far from home is the second one, isn't second, it? Homecoming yeah. was the first one. I, I, uh, I can't remember no way home. Is, no way home. That's it. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, that trailer. I know slightly segueing off, but that explains everything that goes on at the end of Far From Home, doesn't it? So already, I've got my theories. But the fact that Doctor Strange is in, and we are doing this as a review, I think that's it's almost like we did it again, Dave, and timed it perfectly, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I think they're going to do in the Spider-Man Three one, they, <clears throat> there's a comic story called Brand New Day. Actually, in Civil War, which you have read, Chris. Yes. Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker reveals his identity. He's kind of manipulated into it a little bit by Iron Man. But then everyone knows who Spider-Man is, which, you know, they couldn't really have. You know, part of Peter Parker's makeup is that, you know, he needs to fiercely protect his identity to protect those around him. And so he he ended up making a deal with the devil, really. So the devil being Mephisto, and everyone in the world forgot. But as part of that, he had to give up his marriage to MJ. So I think that's kind of what they're going to do. And so that's where you're going to have Doctor Strange. He's going to try and you know make everyone forget uh, that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But then something's going to go wrong and, you know, we'll have a good movie from it. So, yeah, massive coincidence that we're recording this now, to be honest. But, uh, um, yeah, we're not very good at, at, like, pretending these things work out, are we? <laughs> not good we tell everyone, don't we? Yeah, but anyway. Exactly. Totally <laughs> planned. Totally planned. Hell of a game. Exactly. <laughs> Should we get into the trailer, Dave? Let's go. This modern hospital may seem worlds apart from the days of ancient sorcerers. But for psychiatrist Stephen Strange and his beautiful patient, this is where those worlds collide. And the nightmare begins. We're here interviewing the founder of the LaFay Method, a woman who in the last few days seems to have taken at least a part of New York City by storm, so to speak. Here to tell us more about it is the force behind the LaFay Method, Morgan LaFay. Ms. LaFay, can you tell us just what it is exactly that the method does? Quite simply, it unlocks the hidden potential within you. It's a way of realizing your own powers and using them to get what you really want out of life. There was an old man. pushed him over a railing in front of a car. Nothing Stephen Strange learned in medical school could prepare him for an attack by an evil sorceress from the fourth dimension. A villainess who can only be stopped by an earthly master of the mystic arts. telling me you're a sorcerer. I came here to try to help a patient of mine. Come and take him into our domain. Now it's up to Stephen Strange to take the place of the Earth's last sorcerer. Have I become the sorcerer? You should learn whose powers to respect. Come along for a fantastic adventure into the fourth dimension with Doctor Strange. Somewhere, an evil entity tells Morgan Le Fay that she has been prevented from breaking through to the earthly realm by a great wizard, and that she has three days to either defeat or kill the wizard and win over his successor to her master's role. Le Fay possesses a young woman named Clear Lake, 
and uses her as a weapon against Thomas Lindmer, the Sorcerer Supreme. She pushes him off a bridge to his death, but instead of dying, he slowly and gingerly gets up and magically heals himself. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, what do you reckon to the opening of this TV well, pilot? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I didn't hate it, Dave. You're going to be surprised, but this just reminded me of watching them old syndication TV shows like The Six Million Dollar Man, you know, hmm. Wonder Woman. You know, even when we did the Wonder Woman movie with Linda Cart, the pilot, utterly ridiculous. And we had a great laugh. I remember enjoying myself so much when we reviewed that. But this is, look, this is utter shit. But I think I think I'm accustomed and attuned to these sort of TV movies. I've seen so hmm. many over the years. I don't necessarily think the acting is that bad. The guy who's Morgan Le Fay isn't bad with the English accent. I can't believe I'm even saying that. But, I mean, obviously, the guy who's Stephen Strange is a cross between fucking Tom Selleck and Steve Guttenberg. It's like fucking three men and a little lady all rolled into one. He, he's got the Mahoney look with the fucking the Tom Selleck moustache. But... Peter Hooten. Do you not reckon he's got a bit yes. of Dirk Diggler about it? Dirk Diggler, yes. <laughs> No, I have to say, classic. <laughs> it's a cracking tash, isn't it? it is. Oh, you know what? I'm kind of with you. I I don't like I say I'm not going to be in a rush to watch no, it. No, either. But it does kind of feel a bit familiar. And actually, it's it's better than what I thought. The whole thing, though. So so Stan Lee even said he he you know thinks positively about the production of all of this thought it went quite well but cbs you know they were trying to spin off another series so they'd done quite well with like spider-man and the incredible hulk but i think the problem with this chris we've we've just reviewed on the vhs tracks back the exorcist and again massive coincidence but i'm kind of getting the exorcist <laughs> vibes from this children's tv primetime tv show um it seems like it especially in the 70s the kind of demonic themes to it all i just can't see how it would ever go down that well with a you know a 70s american audience watching it so I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's any drop in quality from what we saw in like the uh, Spider-Man TV pilot and the Incredible Hulk pilot. I just think it's it's the themes of it. And you know what, Chris? That 70s music is bloody brilliant. <laughs> there are loads. It's mesmerizing. Little, yeah, there are loads <laughs> of little bits in it which are so 70s and so funky. I love it. Yeah, you've got the wah guitar and every oh, the wah pedal, Dave, and all that. And I, I agree with you. And that doesn't matter because I can say as much as I want on this podcast, Dave, because no one's going to get that reference. But I do agree with you, Mr. Horrocks. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I, I actually, I'm going to say this, I actually quite enjoyed it. I don't know why, because it is garbage and there's definitely plot leaps that don't make any sense. But watching it, I kept getting fucking so annoyed at that sister and the head doctor they just wanted a yeah. fucking kicking. I wanted one of the women to slap that head, like, matron or whatever she was, because she was horrible. <laughs> and that doctor as well. And, and, like, the guy who's playing Doctor Strange. Look, I've seen plenty of fucking fluff movies in my time, Dave. And when I was a kid, 
RTL, as I've said, on the German channel was one of my favourites. When everyone's gone to the bed and I'm fucking hello, making sure I get... Hello, hello. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please go to bed. I mean, we've talked about this before, Javier. Yeah. Just, but, but after that, you would get like the softcore fucking porn movies where you'd get like fucking Helga there and a, a lederhosen or something. And I'd be like, oh, please show me some fucking, show me something. Praying that I don't hear the floorboards going or the fucking stairs. You know what I mean, Dave? As I'm fucking pulling one off. But, but so, so Mr. Strange or Stephen Strange, not so strange. He looks like a fucking seventies porno character, doesn't he? Like something yeah. out of, you know, one of them. So, it, it, at times, I am expecting him sometimes when he was sort of chatting up that nurse and everything about like sleeping with him. I am expecting him to just like pull out a fucking Ryan Giggs like fucking chest hair and just like come to bed with me. <laughs> you know what? You're so right. And and the uh, the dialogue, you know, this isn't ones for limit women's lib, is it? Fucking hell. You know, he's, he's talking to that nurse with the blonde hair and she's talking about making something or you know she's like no making love <laughs> it's just all the innuendo they've clearly been banging before but you know she doesn't want to uh, uh do it with someone at work <laughs> it's all everyone fancies him even morgan lefay Right, I don't know if you recognise the name. I mean, she is from the comics, but she's from old, like, King Arthur legend, isn't she? She's, uh, she's one of those type characters as well, you know, like Merlin and stuff like that. Um, but even she is supposed to kill Doctor Strange, but she's like, I found him a very attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he is a walking. Chris, it's almost like Samurai Cop levels you know you don't see any banging but if you did he would have the same kind of pulling power as the samurai cop joe marshall yeah it will it, and that's why i think it's got that charm it, it's not it's not intentional it's played for like seriousness you've got the music it does feel like you're watching some proper you know, early episodes of dallas or Knott's land like i say that i mentioned them at the start of the show it's that sort of stuff, so it doesn't feel different. But you're right that the the smuttiness, the nastiness, and and also it's the bipolar of the characters. One minute that matron fucking hates him, and he's like trying to drug the girl, and the next minute she's like, "Doctor, come in here," and and it all they're just like all over the place with what's going on, and, and that Lafay, the old guy, when he takes a dive off the fucking side of that thing, it was like so, so Lin Lindma that is so Morgan Lafay is the is the woman, she's the oh, the woman, sorry, sorry, Linma, Linma uh, who's obviously Stephen Strange's, you know, the master. And when Sorcerer he takes Sorcerer Supreme, yeah, yeah. That's, it's just pathetic the way he gets <laughs> up and walks on. Everyone's like, I, I hey, couldn't... are you okay? You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, wasn't it? Because it was like, I, I just genuinely didn't get what happened there because it was like, oh, he's dead. Oh, no, no, he's all right. He's walking off. <laughs> oh, um, I tell you what, though. I did sort of have the hots for uh, old Jessica Walter there playing Morgan Le Fay. Mm. Dave, Dave, I had the hots for her fucking two friends she brought with her right in front of her every time we saw her in a scene. <laughs> that outfit, <Yeah. laughs> me and me. She was a, a rather sexy lady in the uh, 70s. So there's lots of suggestion and uh, Clear Lake, played by Anne-Marie Martin as well. She was a, a very good-looking lady. 
I couldn't really get, other than trying to crowbar a love interest in there, I didn't really get why she possessed the woman to like push the old guy over the end of the bridge. It seemed a bit, seemed a bit convoluted because she was there, then she disappeared. And then, you know, to surprise him, he's on an open bridge. <laughs> you know, he could, he can turn his neck and look both ways. Um, but yeah, that gives us the kind of clear character then to, you know, uh, kind of go through her, you know, so that's how she, ends up going to the hospital and meeting up with Dr. Strange, who in this pilot, he's a uh, psychological doctor, I guess, uh, as opposed to a surgeon like he is in the comics and, and the more recent movie. And yeah. then, you know, as soon as they start talking, well, it's obvious that's going to be the love interest, isn't it? Yes, and, and he gets the flashback, doesn't he, of like this dream sequence so he sees like a bit of a flashback and that's what we keep getting. Mm. Like he's got something in his locker. But but also, like at, at the way that plays out, like I've got to say, Dave, right, and, and I know it sounds daft and it, this might sound like I'm being like a snowflake or anything. So just correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you think the name Wong is wrong? And I didn't mean it to sound like... <laughs> that's... <laughs> It's wee wee wong. <laughs> no, but pick the Asian guy just call him Wong. And I know that's what his name is in Endgame and Infinity War and Doctor Strange, but it just seems to me really fucking racist, Dave. I don't know, but it's just pick any Asian guy just call him Wong. I don't know what Stanley, he's Steve Ditko as well who created these characters, isn't it? But I don't know. Am I being too too aware of the people being offended all the time? I know it is a name, but I just find it really offensive when, he, especially when they say it in like the, this and some of the other movies. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with the the name in particular. I mean, it is it is a name, isn't it? It's like a Chinese name. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But it's like a surname, isn't it? It's it's not like a uh, a forename. No, no, I don't know, Dave. It just might be me because of the, everyone is offended by everything these days. I just well, it's not. It's not. Well, hold on. It's not about being offended because there are genuinely some offensive things that have just gone under the radar, haven't they? <laughs> yes. You know. So, and we've we've seen when we've gone back to look at a load of the. So kind of earlier movies, it's like, oh, fucking hell. How do, how are we just all all right with that? And it's loads of yeah. shit. It's like the fucking pedoisms that you can see in, like, fucking um, Exorcist and things like that as well. You know, I, I think there's lots of things that we just didn't really pick up on. You definitely look, there's tons of, like, movies and stuff that had a real racist... Uh, portrayal of Chinese and Asian characters, didn't they? Yeah. In, uh, yeah. in Hollywood. And what were we doing? Oh, Remo Williams, Chris, that we did on the VHS oh, Strikes Jennifer Back. Jennifer Grey's dad, yeah. He dressed as an Asian, didn't he? He was American. Yeah, he had the oh, prosthetics and everything. He won awards, Chris, because about, basically oh. they, they, get, they put for makeup what? and stuff. The fact that they made him up to look like an Oriental dude. So... 
I think, yes, it's not particularly wrong and it's not about people being offended. The original problem is people being offensive. But I, I don't know if there's anything particularly bad, you know, in the name Wong. But it was written by Stan Lee in the 60s as well. You know, he's created by... <laughs> Uh, in that time, so no, I, I think it's fine. I just, if it is, feel free to write yeah. in and let us know. Um, no, yes, what about saying that, Dave? Have you ever seen the James Bond one where Sean Connery's dressed as if he's Asian? Oh. Holy fuck, that is bad. I've, I've, I've probably have back in the day, but I haven't watched, I haven't gone back to watch like the old kind of uh, Bond movies for years. Oh, my God, Dave. I don't know which one it is, but Sean Connery's there and the, ge the geisha and everything. Oh, my God, it's terrible. I mean, he's got an Irish jig on anyway, but they actually put like a Asian, you know, that sort of Asian sort of helmet haircut that, that mm. they put on him. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looks yeah. terrible. Absolutely awful. But anyway, that's a completely different subject, Dave. So I there think, you go. I think what's interesting is He's always kind of, or in the earlier comics, I think, he, he was portrayed as like Strange's little manservant, you know, whereas I think in the movie they, they portray him more as like this monk, you know, and there's lots of these monks and, and he just happens to be the one working with Stephen Strange. So, so yeah, again, that... I don't know, Chris. You've sent us off down a rabbit hole. Look, Dave, it's just good to talk about someone like this. It just seems a little bit yeah, of a sticky yeah. wicket for me. So, no, anyway, so let's carry on with the story. But I do think, as the, epi as the episode, as the movie goes on, it's purely a TV movie, without doubt. I don't necessarily think they've, they've cut corners on the budget. For late 70s, there's a lot going on there. And, and they have got, like, some of these, like effects going on they're not cgi but they are like old school effects like animation on animation yeah when uh, lefay takes out wong and all that and you've got this sort of time traveling element of it but one of the, the bits that had me pissing was when when the matron's been a bitch and she's like no he's like you can't drug her you know, we're gonna drug her we always no no you can't and he oh, takes yeah, her away yeah. and the doctor's there and the, he goes i'm going to assess her on my own and he goes in and comes out and then he does give her drugs and Stephen Strange is kicking off. Yeah. And then the, and then he's already seen um oh, what's his bloody name? Uh, Lindmer has already come in and done the old, you know, basically he invented the force, Dave. It's around at the same time as Star Wars. He's doing the old, you know, these aren't the droids you're looking for. And everyone just looks oh, at him and pauses. Yeah, yeah. That was a definite Jedi mind trick, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Jedi mind trick. So he does that. For, I mean, I think this come out after <laughs> Star was the, Wars. This was fair. the year after. So Star yeah. Wars New Hope was 77, wasn't it? Yeah, the 78. So so, so he, he is basically doing Jedi mind tricks in the hospital. But then he says to, Linmer says to, to Strange, look, come and see me. He goes, you know, um, come and see me at my my thing and I'll show you something. You you can't basically save her. You've not got the skills or the, or the medicine to save this woman. And obviously she goes in a coma after the other doctor's drugged her and he just goes, right, I'm off. And he says to the nurse, he goes, right, you look after her. Keep an eye on her, I'm gone. And, and he pisses off and, go, and goes to his house and that Lafay's following him. But, so he's not done anything wrong. He has just gone to see Lindmer. And Lindmer's ex explaining to him like about his dad and he knew he had powers when he was a kid and why has he got his mm. dad's ring and all this. And, and it's all coming out now that he says, you've got something and all that. And then Stephen Strange rings up that nurse who he's slipping one and goes, hi, it's me, 
I'm on the run. And I'm like, why are you on the run? And it was so casual, wasn't it? Yeah, but he's not done anything. He, just, he left the hospital to run an errand. She doesn't know what he's doing. And it's like, I'm on the run. I'm like, well, why? What, what have we missed here? I'm so glad so you bizarre. said that because I was thinking, have I missed something here? I, I, <laughs> I wasn't paying 100% attention. I was kind of like checking my phone and stuff. So I'm kind of like multitasking and whatever. But he's like, I'm on the run. I'm like, but who from? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, hey, what, 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 what have you done? It's not like he's like took the woman from the hospital and the, then the, the, the doctor, head doctor's gone, right, you know, all, anyone sees Stephen Strange, arrest him. He's done nothing. He's just gone to this guy's house and obviously... This is when we get this like sort of almost rocky like training montage, don't we? Of how he's gonna save himself and he's got to do this, say this certain saying so he can come out and all that. And then and he, he it's pretty oh, quick yeah. how he gets he can the powers. Banish, banish the demons, can't he, by saying yeah. whatever it is he says. Yeah, and I know I mentioned about like LeFay attacking one, but this is where she comes in then and Wong's like, How have you got in? And he's like, Well, well, strange protected me or something and she ends up coming into the lair because a, a cat tries to go into Win, uh, Linma's house and it gets like attacked with like sort of electrics done it as if to say you're not allowed in when they do their errands so I think it's fine for what it is look we can laugh and say the 2016 is it 17 movie it's, it's a million times better completely different I wasn't necessarily a massive fan of Doctor Strange when we did it I'm interested to see I loved him in Infinity War, especially. I thought he was excellent in that. But but I think this is just of its time. And I'm not, I can't, mm. I can't sit here, Dave, and do my usual and go, this is fucking shit. Because it's got a charm about it. I'm with you. I'm never going to watch it again. But I actually quite enjoyed it. I wasn't clock watching. I just sat there and took it for what it was. It was like, this mm. is the late 70s. It's 42 years old. And it's just, it is what it is. It's a TV movie. And they're trying to use the Marvel stuff, like, you know, trying to understand how they would bring a comic book character onto the screen. And I think out of the three movies we've done, like the Hulk and stuff like that and Spider-Man, this is probably the best. Mm. And, and it's not brilliant, but it's, it's, I think it's more than watchable, this. Yeah, I, I mentioned before, but I think the biggest problem is they want to put this thing on prime time and dr strange when he came out he was drawn by steve ditko and basically had all this fantastic imagery and it was really popular with the like college kids and stuff so smoking a bit of weed or whatever and they're reading these comics and all this brilliant visual um extravaganza as max might say it's a feast for the eyes um so i think they they were trying to you know, uh, uh, kind of pull some of that popularity into the movie, uh, well, into the pilot, if you like. But ultimately, I'm looking at it and I'm like, but it's all about like sorcerers and uh, if you didn't have the demon in there, potentially, I think it would have made a difference. But I just can't see anyone signing this off to say, yeah, this is going to be a great primetime TV show in the 70s. Kids will love this, you know, all these demons and stuff. You know, when we've gone back on the VHS Strikes Back and we've watched some of the classic horror movies like Nightmare on Elm Street from the, was it 84, I think it was, shit both of us up as kids. And we watch it now and it's like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> that looks absolutely terrible. Especially, do you remember the end bit where um, 
he pulls the he pulls the mum through the through oh, the door. Shit! Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just like a mannequin or something. It's like, how was I ever scared of this stuff? So you just think like, well, your tolerance must just be different. I can imagine if you're watching this thing in the late seventies as a kid, you shit your fucking pants. Yeah. So I I think it's not been picked up for the themes of it, you know, and having all the magic and. Uh, sorcery and and demonic kind of uh, not possession, but you know Morgan Le Fay is talking to the demon, isn't she? I think it's because of that. Um, but it is, like you say, it is very in keeping with those other TV pilots and TV shows from around this time. It is, and I, I mean, I, one of the things I'd be interested, in, I'll have to have a look at this after we record is. I've never known this, as far as I know, being on the UK TV, Dave. I don't know about yourself, but, you know, when I'm a kid, these pictures of me, so early 80s, 81, 82, I've got Spider-Man pyjamas on, hmm. Superman pyjamas on. It was always them characters, you know, Superman, yeah. even the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man, I knew of, and I knew the cartoon, but I didn't have any of his stuff, but I saw I knew of him, I didn't know of four. I didn't know of a lot of the MCU characters that I didn't know. I, just, I know obviously Batman as well. I knew, I loved the Batman 66. That's probably my most watched uh, superhero property with the original 70s or 60s Spider-Man cartoons. Them two were my favourite. So I never, I just cannot believe this would have been on UK TV, Dave. It might have been a late night job on Channel 4 or BBC 2. Something just thrown in there just to waste an hour and a half. But I've never known this being on UK TV. I don't think it was. So, like I say, it wasn't picked up by CBS. It it was aired on September the 6th, 1978. Uh, it was from 8pm to 10pm on CBS. So, I don't think it... It wasn't picked up, and I don't think it was distributed anywhere. So, it's only since the the days of the internet, I guess, that we've been able to access this one. Mm, yeah, but Chris... Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. Go on. No, go on, go on. I, I've just found that bit of dialogue that I was searching for before. Some of their, like, it's almost, it's almost porn without the porn, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is uh, the conversation between just the nameless one. So the demon and Morgan Le Fay says, why have you spared him? I am still a woman and the man attracts me. <laughs> Then you find no satisfaction in my service? I would feel the warmth of a man's arms again after all these years alone. <laughs> Chris, if you'd have been flicking through on RTL and you just fucking flicked and just caught that bit of dialogue, you're sticking on that channel and you are waiting for something to go down. <laughs> Dave, yeah, the first thing going down would have been me fucking draws, Dave. I'm telling you, I would have been ready at that point. I'd be like, oh, hang on a minute. Do you know, look, Dave, this is a serious question, but when we, when you're a kid and you're, you're a bit hormonal and you're in your teens I mean I did have Sky from an early age we had a lot of channels do you know how hard it is Dave to find fucking something in the daytime to get you going so this would have been right up my street <laughs> well like you say this was this was prime time so this was intended you know to be shown uh, over in the US I would assume you know similar times to like the Fall Guy Wonder yeah. Woman Spider-Man The Incredible Hulk things like that so it's like you know six seven eight o'clock at night 
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm just glad we've done it because it can, you can tick it off and say we've done these naff 70s movies, but this you thought I would hate this and I just I just haven't. I, I, I'm not we've had a bit of a laugh and a joke about it, but I think the story all comes together well. Obviously, he gets the powers. He needs that guidance and Limmer, who's not strong enough to fight Lefay and then the mm. demon and everything. And look, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolute. But I tell you what, David. I tell you why I don't, don't don't hate it as much because the movie we're doing for the VHS strikes back in a few weeks. Is, I watched it straight <laughs> after this, and that is fucking woeful. So this was like a masterpiece when I fucking evaluated what I wasted three hours of my life watching today. <laughs> Honestly, you, you, you've oh. been searching for that holy grail, haven't you? Since I made you watch Exorcist. Oh, my fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? to uh, the, the Sorcerer Supreme suit, Chris. <laughs> it's like something you'd wear at a school player thing, Dave. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Especially yeah. when you see the cosplayers now. It's like so well done, isn't it? You know, they, they oh, look fantastic. They've spent a lot of time. And it, it, just, it does look like he's made it himself. It doesn't really look like, you know, the original Doctor Strange suit. It, it, it is quite... Oh. Uh, uh, quite naff. It is. I mean, look, it's one of them where you're looking at, like, I went to that Comic Con dinner for us and we went to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And Dave, there was a girl there dressed as Harley Quinn. And I think every single bloke wanted the picture with her because she looked stunning. <laughs> This guy goes to a fucking thing. People are going to want pictures with him because they're going to feel sorry for him, aren't they, if he turned up oh, in that old I'll tell I you what, <laughs> if I could get a Peter Hooten wig and a tash like that, I just I could just get like a Magnum tash, and you actually went like that, I reckon everyone would want your picture, Chris. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> thinking Magnum PI. I always loved you in fucking Magnum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But look, it's been a great little review, this one, Dave. It's something just totally different. And it's and we do love all the new stuff and, and all the blockbusters, and we've got some coming up, but this has just been a lot of fun. And it, like you say, it's on Daily Motion. It's not on YouTube. The full movie's on Daily Motion. So just get over there, guys. If you've got an hour and a half to spare. And, and what I did was I had, I was doing working from home, so I had it on, looking up, watching it, stopping what was working, Dave, and then I was watching it. And it did. It, it pretty much engrossed me for that 93 minutes that it's on. It's not terrible, I must admit. It does. I feel it does, I feel it does end a bit abruptly, and we get this that, that old 70s special where... Stephen Strange's face then becomes like a cartoon, don't they? And they put that filter over it. Like you get on your computers now where you can put like a cartoon drawing mm. filter on a picture and you get that. But I don't think it ends great, but it's not a great movie. It's just quite charming, to be honest. Yeah, and, and like you say, I think probably because of our age, really, that it just feels familiar and comfortable, you know, and, and dare I say a bit nostalgic as well without having ever actually having seen it ourselves but um i mean it's it's setting itself up very much for a series isn't it because you know it's not like morgan lefay dies she you know blends in into the uh well it's like a tv kind of role isn't it and she's yeah. getting interviewed on the tv about the lefay method you know and strange sort of clocks that 
so they're setting them up as this adversary uh, or adversarial relationship, you know, for the series. But obviously, you know, it just it was never meant to be, Chris. No, it didn't get picked up, Dave. But but that would have been quite good. And it was, I think, even for the late seventies, it was interesting to have a female baddie. I mean, Wonder Woman's different because it is like about the Amazonians. You know, it, it was right that she had a female baddie as such, but. Mm. For, for them to actually have this with a man in the late 70s, it was pretty much groundbreaking. And that might be one of the reasons it didn't get picked up, Dave, because people was fucking mean, still sexist now, but back then, fuck me, it'd be like, no, mm. not having a woman is a bad dude. That could have been one of the reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't find anything as as to what the reasons were. Um, but yeah, it could be as simple as that. Mm, exactly. So, Dave, should we get into our review score? Let's go. So Dave, it has been a few weeks, my friend, and not, well, it hasn't been a few weeks, I mean, we have done a review since, but I think it's been a few weeks since we actually went through our scores, so I was a bit rusty last week, Dave, because we'd had a couple of weeks where we were doing it with other people and that, so I'm going to go through the scores. So guys, if it's the best thing you've ever seen, we send it to Asgard. If it's just below that and it's still a great movie, we send it to... Holy shit, and this is exactly why I was doing this, Dave, so I didn't forget Atlantis. If it's right in the middle, it's Hall of Justice. If it's a good movie, but not one of the best, we send it to Hell's Kitchen. And if it's the worst thing you've ever seen, we send it off to the Phantom Zone with General Zod. So, Dave, what are you going to score it today? I'm going to put this right in the middle. I think, uh, similar reasons to yourself, Chris, I just think this felt quite comfortable. It's not one that I'm going to be rushing back uh, to see, but I think it is just of its time, you know, when we... I think we've reviewed Shazam, haven't we? Uh, 74, we've reviewed Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk pilot. You know, all these kind of 70s TV pilots, if you like, and, and they're they're very consistent and this doesn't drop below that at all and i because i knew it hadn't been picked up i was expecting it to be worse than the others but i think it's you know it's chock full of uh kind of 70s dialogue 70s misogyny and uh brilliant music as well so it's not the best thing obviously um but yeah, it does. It is a, a charming kind of movie. And if you've not watched it and you are a fan of, certainly if you're a fan of Doctor Strange, I would recommend going and watching it. How about yourself, Chris? Yeah, you know what, Dave? I don't think I'm far away from, from you at all. It's enjoyable. Say, it's a one shot special. You'll watch it once and that'll be it. You'll never watch it again. But it's not the worst thing you're going to see. That's It's 42 years old. Yes, it has aged. Yes, there is the odd bit of wooden acting, but I think the main characters are quite good. Peter Hooten's good as Stephen Strange. Um, and it's actually, David, so it's John Mills, is Thomas Linda, and he's a massive actor, uh, John Mills. He's been going for years, him, you know, Sir, well, Sir John Mills, he was a sir in the end. So he's, he's got, he really has, I think he's pretty good in it. I don't, I don't think there's many that are terrible. A couple of the nurses and that matron are awful, but... And, and that doctor, weird doctor friend of his who like, puts his arm on his shoulder when he's, he's pissed off with the main doctor. A bit weird. But it isn't bad. And I, I'm not going to put it in the middle, old Dave. I'm going to put it top tier Hell's Kitchen because 
it, it's just a good movie and watch it daily motion watch it one and done and that's the end of it you know it's definitely worth your time awesome awesome stuff i like i say I'm, i wouldn't have had mine kind of at the top end of uh hall of justice either so probably not that far away to be honest now, Chris, we're a few weeks behind on this one, but since every other Chuffing podcast was reviewing it, I didn't feel a need to to rush to the cinema to, to watch and review this one. But we are going to, going to review the 2021 The Suicide Squad. Now let's get into the trailer. You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dressed as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Blood sport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. Any questions? Hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth... Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? How the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. Don't you worry, yeah? I'm gonna get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! are all over us. No, Dave, honestly, I'm looking forward to that one. It's, yeah, it, we've watched it. Everyone else has done their review and it's not like we're trying to be something different, but you get the gist though, yeah. And and I do, I have seen on Rotten Tomatoes, Dave, I think it's in the top 10 movies of all time, superhero movies. 
or comic book movies. So mm. interesting to see what you think next week, considering I don't mind this 2016 Suicide Squad. I don't think you did when we reviewed it. So this is going to be a different take. And the fact that you've got Harley Quinn in it as well, he's, he's always a bonus, Dave. Yeah, I'm just looking now. It's 91%. On Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-two yeah. percent audience score. So, not bad, not bad at all. So, I don't, I don't think that puts it in the in the top top movies, does it? Still, no Paddington two. <laughs> no, no, I mean top top comic book movies. I, I was right, reading right, someone last night. Well, actually, I've got a pick in a few weeks, haven't I? So, I was actually looking for the worst comic book movies, but I ended up going down a rabbit hole. The best, and it's in the top ten at the moment. That's so there how you, go. you know. Yes. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, Dave. But no, it's true. It is true that. So, Dave, if anyone wants to get in contact with us, get onto social media at Comics in Motion P. If you want to email us, the Comics in Motion podcast at gmail.com. Get over to our feed, say every episode, guys. So many great shows on there from all our good friends and the Comics in Motion family. Uh, you won't be disappointed if you're into anything to do with comic books. There's got to be something there for all of you. So, absolutely fantastic. And if you do get a chance, please drop us a review in your podcast catching app. Just helps us all grow within the Comics in Motion Network and we got all them charts as well. So Dave, segue beautifully into that. How are you going to take us out today, my friend? Well, Chris, we've had a little bit of a chuckle about how some of the dialogue in this might be a different type of movie, not necessarily a comic book movie. And uh, I thought I'd leave you with some dialogue between Clear and Dr. Stephen Lecce Strange. <laughs> it goes like this. I'll be ready in a minute. Can I offer you something? I'd love a hot bath. How about settling? Or a cold beer? (laughs) 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 Not on that bombshell. (laughs) Speak to you next time. Can you you send that over for Sunday? We're going to try that on. I'm sure we'll get a punch in the mouth. But yeah, (laughs) bye. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. Would you care to step outside? Come to me, son of Jerome! Kneel before Zod! Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. I am Iron Man. I'm Batman. Hey. Whoa! Hey!